The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, It is going to rain, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, There will be a scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? Thus, when you go with your accuser before a magistrate, on the way, make an effort to settle the case, or you may be dragged before the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the very last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4, the second part of that letter. In the first three chapters, Paul was at pains to simply bring out all the blessings that God has showered upon us. So just in the first ten verses of chapter 1, he lists at least four or five magnificent blessings. First of all, that we have been chosen in Christ to be holy and blameless and that God has showered every heavenly blessing upon us because he has chosen us. And that we've also been predestined to be his adopted children. That's a great blessing. Furthermore, in Christ we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the richness of his grace. And finally, God has made known to us the mystery of his will. Now that's just the first 10 verses of the opening chapter, but for the whole three chapters, he just piles one after another all of these blessings so that we can remember this, remember who we are. Now, beginning with the second half of Ephesians, with chapter four, he's basically saying, in view of all these blessings, how should we respond? And here is where he says, well, first of all, I, the prisoner in the Lord, and then he goes on to give his response. Those opening words. Yes, Paul is in prison in Rome, he's in jail, but more than that, he says, I, the prisoner in the Lord. So for Paul, he's already captive. He's captive in Christ. Christ has captured his whole imagination, his inner life. Everything is being poured out because Paul knows Christ. But then he goes on to say to us, I beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. In view of all these blessings, we respond to the call by living a life worthy. So he's now getting into the ethical decisions that we make day in and day out. He says, with all humility and gentleness and with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. So he's saying that's how we should be responding to all these blessings. Now in the gospel, Jesus goes on to say a bit more. Now he's addressing the crowds. 
and he's on his way to Jerusalem for the last time, where he will be crucified. And he says to the crowds, you have the skill of reading the sign in nature. You know when it's going to rain, you know the sun, how it's going to be a scorching day, and you take action based on the signs that you're able to perceive in agriculture, when to plant, when to harvest, and so on. Good, but you fail to see the signs in the spirit. And most particularly, they are failing to see his presence as the Messiah. He's heading toward Jerusalem, and of course we know what happens. When he comes to Jerusalem, he enters in, the crowds are all excited, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In the very next moment, they're saying crucify him because they have not recognized the Messiah in their midst. In fact, let me quote the very words of Jesus. This is Luke chapter 19. You did not recognize the time of your visitation. So there's Christ right in Jerusalem, in the temple, and they don't recognize him. For us today, we're called to recognize the blessings we have, and particularly in the Mass, we're going to receive Christ, the very real presence, and then respond by saying, I will live this out with humility and patience and bearing with one another, living a life worthy of the calling that I've received in baptism, so that I not only recognize the sign of the times, and we are in very precarious times, both in the church and out, but so that I will be a sign. We together will be a sign of God's presence to the community around us. That's what Paul is trying to get at, and Jesus himself. Let's recognize the signs of the times, spiritually speaking, which means we repent of our sins, we call upon the name of the Lord and the Holy Spirit, and then we become visible signs for others to perceive that they will come in with us and adore the one that we love.